Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. About the unleashing of the supernatural. I'm talking about this and feeling the Holy Ghost, but I hope you're feeling it too, but I feel power right now. We're talking about the creative being released on the inside of us. So if that's what God is saying, who knows how big he can make you? Who knows the demand that's going to be placed on your life? Who knows? I mean, think about it. Did you think the guy, I just came to mind, this is crazy, simple. Do you think the guy that came up with Bagon thought that that would have been all around the place right now? I don't know why that came to mind, but then the guy who brought up Reed. Do you think he thought it's going to go where it goes? You don't know what God put in you. You don't know how far that can go. The person that came up with rubber meat. They didn't imagine it was going to go where it went. I don't know, but simple things that we can think of. Some of you right now, God has given you some inventions that you're playing with. One of you who is some of you is me. Because I'm one of you. The other day, Lura called me and reminded me of something I did in COB, a creation, something I created, an invention. And I, hmm, who knows? God would blow on it. And I take care of the rest of us. You, me, and all of you. So be careful what you curse. Be careful what you speak against. Be careful what you say ain't necessary. Dinosaur, be careful of that. Be careful what you say. A friend of mine was telling me how he has some, some two, three years ago, he was talking about it, uh, his Farragamo collection. And I was almost stupid enough to say, that's a waste. I was almost there. I thank God. I was close. Kaz, I was close. To putting my mouth on that. I pump them brakes, boo. I pump them brakes. No, 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 no. Bro, you need seven more pairs. I uh-uh. be careful what you say in that say. It don't take all that. You don't need all that. Be careful. Because you don't know how you're cursing your future. You don't know you're cursing the past. God had you to see that to open up your mind. You saw it and you got more close. Let me teach. All right, if you got something from that spill just now, just clap your hands if you got something from that spill. Let's listen to this. Spill. Hmm. Um, last week, we gave you, uh, open up this scripture because God says as we walk into the supernatural, as we walk into, sorry, the creative, we need to identify those things in our life that can block the creative from manifesting. I am so convinced of this that I am not going to stop this until I'm sure 
the Lord says, move on. I believe that this year, as we have in all the years heretofore, we're going to see the theme explode in our lives. We're going to see it explode. And this theme about unleashing the creative, this theme about um, increase and expansion for greater kingdom influence, listen to your boy. This is going to explode in this church. It's going to explode in your life. I just don't want us to be an off-balance church. I don't want the Sunday crowd to miss what God is saying to us. But I'm telling you, there is an anointing, an anointing, a supernatural endowment that God has released upon this people to begin to burst with creativity, to burst with ideas and innovations. I'm telling you, there's an anointing, but for every anointing, there is a learning that must go with it. There must be an understanding to accompany every anointing. Write that down. If you're writing, that's really good. I'm going to write it down myself. There must be an understanding that accompanies the anointing. If there is not the understanding, that anointing will never reach its fullest potential. So we must understand there's an anointing being released for the creative. For the creative. God is empowering us and releasing the, the creative in this room. But you got to understand what goes along with that. You must understand. You must know how to identify not just the, the elements that go along with it, but also to identify the attacks that come up against it. So we're trying to empower you with the information that you need so that you can walk fully in this anointing. I'm really going to try to obey the 8 o'clock um, um, cutoff point. Um, I'm going to try my best to obey it. I really will. Okay, so we said to you last time, um, looking at the text, the text says, verse 22 begins by telling us, there was this dude that was blind. And we told you last week that the text, the writer, Brother Mark, does this brother a disservice. He does him a disservice because what Mark does not tell us is that there was a time when he was able to see. So rather than saying this brother was blind, he should have said he was blinded. You got me? That this brother was blinded. So that tells us that there was a time when he was able to see. So the first point that we gave you last week for you to take note of is that the first obstacle to you releasing into this creative, for you manifesting this creative, is the failure to understand or to remember that there was a time when you were able to see. That's your first obstacle that you have to come against. The devil will try to make you feel as though you were always humdrum, stale, boring, lacking innovation, lacking ideas, lacking exuberance, that this was just always you. And we proved to you last week that devil is a liar. If, if, and we made it clear that if your child, if children in K2 and K, they have a K2? Okay, children in K, no, K1. Okay, K2 and K3, if a child is found not to enjoy the blocks, not to enjoy the big fat Lego, not the small ones, they can't handle the small ones yet, but the big Lego, you know them Lego, the whole, the piece this big, 
you know, you find that child goes to K2 and they spill the, the Legos on the ground. If your child does not gravitate towards the Lego, doesn't grab the blocks, doesn't, if they don't do that, they, take, they can say to the parent, you may need to get this child evaluated. So, so I said it to say to you that every one of us at some point in our sojourn, at some point on this Christian walk, we were creative. At some point. And so that that was in you when you came into this earth and never left you. It never left you. I believe at some point that boy Newton had to have the Holy Ghost because Newton says, the conservation of energy says that energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's only converted. That boy had the Holy Ghost, boy. It's crazy, but he had the Holy Ghost somewhere in there. <laughs> he, he says it's Isaac Newton now. Not, not, El, not John Newton. Elton. John. Not that one. Elton Newton John. Not that one. <laughs> We're talking about Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton says to us that energy is neither created. That's the law called the conservation of energy. It's neither created or destroyed. It's only converted. So what they will tell you is that even when something burns, that solid is converted to another type. It's not destroyed. It always exists. It'll just be converted into something else. Jody, am I on point with this? Okay, I know you did a little more science than some of us. All right? So I believe that that is typical of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I can even go further. It's typical of mantles as well. Mantles are never created or destroyed. That's another teaching for another time. Um, I just looked at Michelle just now. The mantle of a Rodney Roberts did not leave the earth. It's not allowed to. Watch this. Not even the mantle of Jesus was allowed to leave the earth. The mantle of Elisha was not allowed to leave the earth. Mantles can't leave this domain. They can't leave. They're hanging around. Uh, the mantle of Miles Monroe, it didn't die. It didn't leave. No, there's, an, there's a mantle that's floating around here somewhere waiting on someone to lay hold of it, the mantle of a John Davis Sr., the mantle of a Paul Crouch, the mantle, you think of any name you could think of, Billy Graham, mantles do not leave the earth. They hang around. And unfortunately, in some cases, they hang around for generations because no one lays hold of it. And then you read generations down the road, somebody comes around and they read about, like the other day I was reading about a William Brenham. He was around in the early 1900s. And I ain't gonna say too much about him, but I've recognized some people now that flowed the way this dude flowed. There was this guy um, in the supernatural, what he did, he was laying hands, and he was laying hands all day, um, Bev, and he got tired. He was in this country and he got tired. He said, man, I'm tired. And I was like, this sounds like something Denzel would do. This is crazy. I, I was like, I can relate to this. Like he was tired, laying hands for hours, hours and hours. So what he did, there was this tree stump. And he went to the tree stump and said, Father, I release your power on this tree stump. I release your power. Let that anointing transfer to this stump. Senior man going home. He says, everybody, the anointing is on that stump. And it's documented. People came and touched it and got healed. Because God, I was like, whew, I feel that. I can do that. The next time I get tired. 
Father, on this now, I release the anointing. <laughs> Leave it on this pulpit now. Listen, everybody. Because what happens is that the word starts to spread about this. The people getting healed, so the lines get longer, longer, longer. See any man pray for that stump, and he go home. People start going there from all around this, touching nothing, and getting healed. Miracles taking place. Okay, so the, the, the point we're making is that the creative energy that was in you when you came into this earth, when you were in K2, in kindergarten, they don't, we're, not, we're not K2 when you we was young, you had kindergarten. When you was in kindergarten, when you was in preschool, when you was in, for us, we had Montessori. That's what we had. We had reception. We had a class called reception. You know about reception? Yeah. When you was in those classes, there was a creative energy flowing through your four-year-old body that is still present in your 43-year-old body. It did not go anywhere. Man, oh man, some of y'all was in here last week, so you're pulling me later. So I feel a pull to just make sure y'all got this again. I went through this last week, but I'm going to pull it again for the benefit of those who weren't here and those who were here because they still need to hear it. That it is in you. Someone shout, it's in me. It did not go anywhere, Stacks. It didn't go anywhere. All of that creative power that you had, the thing, you know, you, you, you were young. When you were young, you, they didn't give you white and black Lego. They didn't do that. They didn't give you white and black. They gave you red, yellow, and black colors because you gravitated towards color. There was something in you that was drawn to what looked exciting. There was something in you that when it saw something that was colorful, like, like how Moby Socks is, you just look at it, ooh. There was something in you that caused you to run towards Moby when you were younger because it was bright. It had colors. It had. Now you are monochromatic. You know who did that? The devil. He did that. You are now shades of gray. And that's not the way you were. That wasn't you. Man, Pastor, that was always me. No, it wasn't. It was not always you. But the devil has swung us, swung us. Yeah. That's post swing. <laughs> Into believing that we was blase, blase. No, you're not. You're creative. So I had, but the thing is, I, I, I so used to phone. I respect people's preacher day phone. This is a struggle for me. Um, that, uh, where is it now? He says, to be creative, this is what Lord gave me to, to just summarize this point. To be creative means to be adventurous, ambitious, aggressive, and artistic. The four of them are in you. Let me get you again, Delton. Adventurous? Ambitious? A bit much? <laughs> aggressive and artistic. I can't, I can't draw. My stick man be Ben. You know, this is a true story. Y'all can laugh if you want, and I don't care how much y'all laugh. Artistic, not autistic, not artistic. <laughs> so we understand that. Uh, <laughs> right now in my house, when my children have coloring assignments, they don't come to daddy. To now. To now. I can't color. Mm -mm. It could be like, it's supposed to be green. You can see like 10 shades of green. I just don't get the depression right. And the anger is, 
Hey, go to your ma. So Robin is the color in the house. Color. You know, math, I got you. However, as much as I can color, I can only draw a stick, man. I am still artistic. It's in me. Stop not telling people, it's, it's in your child. They have it. There's an ability to see beyond. We're all, you were created adventurous. And I want to say this, that it's hard to be a believer if you're not adventurous. Because the person that likes an adventure likes to go beyond what they can see. The adventurous person likes to go after stuff. And I said you can't be a believer because to be a believer means you operate by faith. Operating by faith means that we don't walk by sight. Glory to God. We walk. There is an adventurousness to the believer. The believer is driven to go out on limbs where they can't see where they're going. Adventurous. We, we like to, let me, let me go through that corner and see what's happening there. Believers do that. I want a, sp a spirituality that becomes our reality. And so taking this notion from the spiritual realm, it's in the natural realm, that we should be adventurous. We should be ambitious. You, you, could, you could be baking a cake and your three-year-old says, I could do that. They want, they will show you they can do that. You, I, I had the Denny three and four, you had to stop him from helping you change the tire because he's convinced he can do it. Oh, come on, man. There's a level of ambition. Denny, this is too tight for you. I got this. Give me it. There's, there's, there's something in him. And it was in you too. What's the next one? Aggressive. There's an aggressive gene in children, all children. And if you don't see that aggressive gene, you go to the doctor. Yes, you do. If you don't see that in your baby child, you start, you know, no. My child's just sit there. You can complain about that. Because you don't want, you a, a toddler, you put them in a space and you go away for 10 minutes and they still not see a spot. Uh-uh, you can get checked out. Some may right. Some of y'all, y'all the same place that God left you two years ago. God set you there two years ago and he came back two years later. You mean you right? You still there? You want Bible? Take this one talent. I'm going on a journey. And when I come back, I can check you out. God goes and comes back and say, hold on, that's, you, hold on, you still here with the one I left you with? You can at least spin it over and get 2% on it. You still there? I haven't said in a long time, but those who, who been from day one, Lou and Robin, the rest of them, Sam, them, hear me say a lot. I said after two years, the church don't grow, I, I shut it down. I know that. You caught me saying that too. I used to say it all the time in our first two years. I said it, babe. No, pastor, don't say it. Listen to me. I said, this thing don't grow. In two years, I am shutting it down because I miss God. It's supposed to grow. There is no scriptural support for the lack of growth. You can't find it nowhere in the Bible. Nowhere. Nothing. Shucks. Even rocks just grow. Yes, they do. 
if you leave it there long enough, dust and stuff will pass by and it eventually adhere to the rock and the rock that you left this size. When, don't play with me. I know what you're talking about. The, you left it this size. When you come back again, it's a little bigger because dirt didn't pass by, little rain didn't fall, and the silt didn't gather together. Even that blessed rock growing. Come on, don't play with me, man. Why are you still in the same place? I bet you never had it before. Think about it. Tell me if I lie. Okay, think about it. When you, when you move in the same subdivisions, when they, they put all kind of fill on the ground, it's just dirt, it's just dust they put on the ground. But three years later, you try to dig a cesspit, you're cutting through rock. But it was just soft dirt when you put it there. Even that dirt transforming. So why are you stuck? We were designed to transform, to shift, to change. There's supposed to be some, some degree of evolution in all of us. You can't still be the same place. And you still speak in the towns? How do you move or stop the towns? Because something lying. Because tongues suggest Holy Ghost there. Holy Ghost there got to be movement. So if you can stay stuck, please shut the tongues down, English from here on in. Because that ain't the Holy Ghost. The first time we saw the Holy Ghost, it was moving. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. And he's been moving ever since. That's why you would read the Old Testament and the Spirit of God came upon. He always moving. You never see the Spirit of God just standing around doing nothing. And the Holy Ghost stood still. You can't see that. So it's moving. And if you got the Holy Ghost that he's on the inside and he always moving, you should be moving too. If you got it, say I got it. Oh, man, I can get to the text. Oh, boy. So say the four A's again. What's the first one? Adventurous. After that? The next one? And the fourth one is artistic. Adventurous, ambitious, aggressive, and artistic. Those four are in every one of us. How it manifests is going to be different. Now, sometimes you don't even know your artistic ability is manifesting. Some of you, when you take up food, your artistic ability shows. Don't play with me, man. It's, you have it. You have it. Some of y'all just, when you take up a food, and look at, you take a picture. Like, goodness. You can't draw. But when you said that, oh, you take up that plate like, good, look at that thing there. You won't eat it. <laughs> try to figure out how to eat that right because you don't want to mess with the picture. It's in you. It's in you. You know, something I want to say, but it just didn't begin with A. So I left it out. That, and I, I just break, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced I'm going to bring it someplace later in the text because it's so powerful. That something that's in all of us is ownership. Everyone in <laughs> our ownership, <laughs> don't forgive it, that's why I put it on this list. But one of the things, um, Sonia, that was in us from the day we were born was ownership. Because, give me that mic there, Lexus. That's your mic, right? It's yours. yours, right? Let me this mic. This mic. You know what I mean? When you were two and three and four, this is my mic. 
You just got this. You just got it from Lexus. You asked Lexus to use it. Lexus, give it to you. It's mine. And you're saying now it's time to go. And you can your microchip. You better notice in your mic. Yes. No, this mic is mine. Them, them children, they take this and say this. Dad is telling you it's mine. But you just asked me to use it. But there's something on the inside of that child that says, I'm supposed to own. The devil made us renters. <laughs> made us freeloaders. That ain't the way you came into this earth. When you came in, you came in with a mindset of, I'm going to own it. That's mine. Where did that go? There's how much things that were in us. You see why the Bible says we have, our minds need to be made new again, renewed. And I taught this at Cooper Stairs that, um, a few weeks ago, that when to be renewed suggests that it was once new. So you're not Sophia. He says, I'm, you're going to be transformed by the renewing. Newing again of your mind. When was your mind new? In heaven? No, not in heaven, but on earth. When was your mind new on earth? When you came into this world as a child. And as a child, there were certain characteristics that you had. There were certain tendencies that you had. And God says, the way you can fully function, the way I want you to function, you got to go back to that child mindset. You better be renewed. Go back to thinking like Dallas, where you just believe that that drumstick is yours. And if you try to that from him, it can be a fight. That's mine. And for him, it's a little waste because to him, that's his daddy on. So you know that's mine. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, I, 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 I told us some weeks ago with Jaden at the house that sometimes night I pick on Jaden and say, we ain't gonna let you go in our pool no more. My daddy can give me a pool. You keep yours. That's all right. My daddy can give me a pool. Jaden, put down my phone. Don't leave my phone alone. That's right. My daddy can buy me a phone. Jaden don't get jealous over you. Jaden convinced by telling my daddy. She's convinced that no good thing will my daddy withhold from me. <laughs> so if I communicate to my daddy this, this, this is a good thing that I want, trust me, I know my daddy. And daddy can get that for me. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the CHRES Auditorium, located Mini Street just off of Robinson Road. Our Sunday morning worship service begins at 9.30 a.m. and our Tuesday night Bible study begins at 6 p.m. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.